Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is January 14th, 2022. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. We are now just a day away from the Silver and Black's first postseason game since 2016, so that provided us a perfect opportunity to welcome back our friend from Cincinnati, Kelsey Conway. Kelsey covers the Bengals for the Inquirer in Cincinnati, and she is an expert on all things Bengals, especially at this portion of the year. It was great to catch up with her again, so enjoy our conversation with Kelsey Conway. Kelsey, we were joking a second ago that if you would have told me week 11 when you were at Allegiant that this is how this, the regular season would end and we go into the postseason, I, I really wouldn't have believed you. But all the same, it is great to see you. I'm glad that both of our teams now are in the postseason. We're going to have a really fun Saturday. I'm glad it's in Cincinnati, so I don't have to travel, but I do wish it was in Vegas so I could come back and eat all the snacks at Allegiant Stadium. <laughs> I will say the snacks in Allegiant, very strong, but, and we'll get to the weather in a second, not super nice right now in Vegas, so I don't know if you're missing a whole heck of a lot. But we were talking, and the last time these two teams played, obviously Week 11 very much goes in the favor of the Bengals, but I'm curious now, and obviously we want to ask you about the Bengals. How is this team mm-hmm. different than the team that we saw Week 11, if they are at all? Well, I think it was so that week 11 game was kind of like the first game where the Bengals showed that they could win without Joe Burrow having to throw for over 300 yards and literally being the entire offense. Joe Mixon rushed for over 120 yards. And basically what we found out after that game was the Bengals went into it with a game plan of we know we can't win if we drop back Joe Burrow 40 times against Ngakwe and Crosby. So we're going to run the ball and they had a lot of success. That was kind of like the first of the Bengals offense really kind of like taking off because they showed promise early on in the season that everybody knew the passing game was good, but the scoring wasn't where I think everybody thought it was going to be. And then they went and showed, hey, look, now you have to account for Joe Mixon because it's not just, oh, he's a good running back. No, he can rush for over 100 rushing yards. And then if you sell out to take that away, they have this like three-headed monster that's just impossible to stop. So I think the Raiders game, and they were also coming off of a two-game losing skid, mm. I think the Raiders game really jump-started the Bengals season, to be completely honest with you. And they did have a little falter when they lost the Chargers and 49ers at home. But those games were... Uh, weird, like Mixon fumbled it and he never fumbles the ball and the 49ers, just didn't, they just didn't get off to a hot start. But I think the biggest difference between the Bengals and against the Raiders and now, and I know Raiders fans probably don't want to hear this, but their passing offense is electric right now. They have figured it out. Um, there was a little bit of a lull for Jamar Chase. He's back doing his thing. T Higgins has really exploded in the second half of the season. And then Tyler Boyd is the most veteran player they have on offense. And he's just ridiculous in the slot. So I think to answer your question, they're a lot better on offense and a lot more well-rounded. You know, I'm glad you brought up Jamar Chase because obviously from our position, we watch him from afar do these crazy things and you see him pop up on SportsCenter and NFL Network and all that stuff. But could you kind of put kind of into words just how valuable and how good he has been to this offense in 2021, especially as of late? I wish, and in the offseason, I'm going to go back and watch every game again. But I think that there's at least three games the Bengals don't win 
without him Mm -hmm. to put into perspective that would put them at, they had, they finished season with 10. You're not getting in the playoffs with seven wins. Jamar chase easily gave them this team single-handedly three more wins on top of that. Um, He's just been, and it was hard for me to kind of figure him out, right? Cause he was just electric in the month of September, but then the league caught up to him. And, uh, you know, I think it was Mike Tomlin who said, it seems like every September there's a rookie wide receiver who kind of like takes storm and then the NFL figures him out. And that was exactly what happened. But fortunately for the Bengals, they had other guys that they could rely on. He has really just kind of like stayed the process and like, and you talk to his coaches, like they say, he's so diligent in his workouts, his routine. And, um, it's hard to explain how valuable he is because in Joe Burrow had like a viral meme that it was like, F it, just throw it to Jamar. Like, I know he's down there somewhere. And like, it truly like is like, we sit in the press box and we're like, one minute until halftime looks like it's Joe Burrow and Jamar time where he just chucks it down the field because nine out of 10 times Jamar at chase ends up catching it. So it's hard to explain their connection, but it's made a world of a difference for the Spangles offense. You know, you had a tweet earlier that I saw that I, that I highlighted and it was essentially about how the Bengals have been super successful in 2021 when they're able to keep Joe Burrow safe and give him time to operate. Now, when they're not able to do that, when there is pressure and people do get to do- to Joe Burrow, that's when things kind of fall off the rails a little bit for this Bengals offense. And I'm sure that's kind of the case for every team across the NFL. But from your point of view, from having a chance to watch this team every day like you do, like is that really kind of the key to making sure that they stay on track is making sure Burrow has time to do his thing? 100%. And I think it's, especially important to the Bengals. Like I think maybe like the bucks and Aaron Rodgers with some of those like veteran offensive players and offensive play callers, like the Bengals go as Joe Burrow goes, the whole team is just like immersed in him. So if it's a game where he's just getting absolutely like clobbered, the energy changes, like he is such a spark plug for the entire team. So like, I think it's especially important for the Bengals more so than like any other team. And the reason I brought up those stats was because the Bengals have the utmost respect for Max Crosby. Zach Taylor said outside of uh, the players in the Bengals locker room, Max Crosby is one of his favorite players because he just loves the way he plays. And I was writing a story about how basically to me, I think this game comes down to if the Bengals can protect Burrow or not, because if it's a game where the Raiders can absolutely just get after him, I can't sit here and tell you, I think the Bengals will 100% win, but if they are able to protect him, I think they have a pretty good chance, but I know that the Raiders pass rush has been, you know, kind of the center point for that team. And I know the Bengals think really highly of what the Raiders are doing from a pass rush standpoint. Yeah. I mean, that pass rush has definitely been kind of one of the, the, the pride and joys of this team all throughout 2021. You got Max Crosby and Ekan Gakwe, you know, Solomon Thomas, Carl Nassib, all these guys, Quinn Jefferson. And I think that's kind of the beauty of what Gus Bradley has built. And it's very much by design is that it's not just two guys, right? You know, Max and Unique obviously get a ton of credit as they should, but they really are four, five, six deep on that defensive line. And and switching to that defensive line, I guess now looking at the Cincinnati defense is I was going through the stats earlier and the Bengals have a top five rushing defense. And this to me is very interesting because the Bengals have done a really good job at stopping the run. And over the past month, month and a half, when things have really gotten rolling for the Raiders, the catalyst for doing that has been the ground game. So in a, in a game where the weather is going to be kind of cold and funky and we don't know what we're going to see, like to me, Kelsey, that's like what it comes down to is like, can the Raiders run the ball and can the Bengals stop them from wanting to do just that? That's so interesting that that's what you're thinking because 
I remember walking away from the game, the first meeting between these two teams being like, I thought Josh Jacobs was going to be way better than he was. I just like, cause you know, the year before mm-hmm. he as all everybody could talk about, and he just was a non-factor, but the Bengals defense has been very good against the run. So I think it's going to be tough sledding because they're also completely healthy. They got back their star linebacker, Logan Wilson, who without him, I would say you probably have some success running the ball on the Bengals, but DJ Reader and those guys up front have been so good. I think the Raiders, where they can beat the Bengals, is with Hunter Renfro. Mm-hmm. I think he is such a mismatch for this for this defense. And I think if Derek Carr is able to kind of get him going, I think that's where the ultimate mismatch for the Bengals defense and the Raiders offense is. Yeah, I mean, it, like Hunter's been a mismatch for for everyone he's come across in 2021. And you look at his numbers, I think it bears that out. But yeah, I mean, there is no shortage of, of intrigue as we head into Saturday afternoon for both of these teams. But one thing I needed your opinion on, since you are in Cincinnati, you are our, our person on the ground there. We need the weather report, right? All of us in Vegas here are so spoiled, and I know the sun hasn't been shining here recently, but we're not <laughs> dealing with Cincinnati weather. So come game time, what, you, what do we need to expect from the weather gods? Okay, so from what I've, it's changed a couple of times. Let me pull it up right now. But it went from at one point earlier in the week being snow. Then it went to rain. Ugh. But now you are looking at a low of 20 degrees and a high of 30. No rain, though. So it's okay. going to be very chilly. But the weather forecast has changed from snow to rain to now partly sunny. So... You don't have to worry about the rain being a factor in this game, but the cold weather is going to be a factor because it's been like piercingly cold in Cincinnati recently. Ah, piercingly cold. We we love to hear that. But at least to your point, right? No <laughs> rain, no snow. So at the, we're in what, mid-January? So I guess we'll we'll kind of count our blessings where we can get it. It's playoff football. I know. You're, you're right. You're right. I shouldn't, com- I shouldn't complain. I shouldn't <laughs> complain. But Kelsey, it was so great to talk to you. So 30 seconds of plugs. Where can the people find you and your work? If you want to know anything more about the Bengals, as uh, I know Raiders fans, you probably only want to know about your team. But if you do want to know a little bit more about the Bengals, all of my stories are on Cincinnati.com. Everything is also in the Inquirer. And you follow me on Twitter, um, Kelsey L. Conway. I will be giving all the updates and probably a weather update just for you, Eddie. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I get the tag in the weather update, please. Can I get a little nod, a little tip of the hat? Uh, you're the best. You. Thank you. Well, hey, like I said, this is going to be a really exciting Saturday for both these fan bases, for both of these cities. It's going to be kind of, in my opinion, like the best of of what the NFL is supposed to be about. Two really passionate franchises, two groups of folks yeah. that have been waiting to have a day like this for a really long time. And it's going to be a it's going to be a ton of fun. So enjoy the game. Stay warm. And, and we'll talk to you soon. OK, thanks so much. Enjoyed it. And a huge thank you to our friend Kelsey for joining us during the playoff week. And make sure you give her a follow on Twitter at Kelsey L. Conway. Well, everyone, it is nearly go time. So just a reminder that the Silver and Black Open postseason play, that is right, postseason play tomorrow on NBC. Kickoff is scheduled for 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network.